Welcome back to Basketball is Religion with the Gons and Big Matt. On this episode, the Gons and I react to the first game of each series of the NBA playoffs first round. Then I sit down and talk with Lakers superfan Jose about the Lakers game one against the Grizzlies and also touch on the other playoff series. Let's get into it. Gons, how was your weekend? Good, man. Lots of stuff, including missing basketball because of uh, parties that are circumstantial that you can't miss. But I did catch a, a good amount of games and happy to be here to talk about them. How about you? Definitely. I missed the games on I missed the games on Saturday because I was watching my niece smoke the field at her school um, district track meet. She's actually the new uh, Brea School District 200 meter girls uh, fifth grade record. She ran a 28.7 something. So yeah, so shout out to my do- to my niece Olivia um, with her with her great stuff over the great work over the weekend. Let's get into it. Saturday. I think the Celtics. I, I think the Celtics are still sweeping, and the Sixers might lose one game. Um, is there anything that changed your mind since last pod? Again, I think Atlanta's going to win one. So I think they're going to have a, they have the shooters, right? So no, uh, the Knicks. What I say, right? I was right. Uh, I think the two games we want to talk about here would be, um, pretty much Golden State and Brooklyn, right? Well, let's start with Brooklyn. They had a decent game plan for uh, for Embiid. They did double him, but he still did pretty well. James Harden, he's not exactly James Harden. You can see he doesn't have the quite the expl- the explosion, but he still can't hit his shots. But with the with the six with the Brooklyn Nets, they just don't have a star. Like they have Miles Bridges, but he's not a number one. Like if Toronto's missing a star, then they're one thousand percent missing a star. So, is there any hope for Brooklyn here? If they win one, it's going to be today. I feel like, um, but I'm definitely taking them today to cover the spread. I don't think they're going to lose by ten. I, I don't think they're going to lose by twenty points every time they play, like they did that one game. So, d- no, you know what? I still think Philly in five or four, possibly a sweep, but. Um, this game's not going to be a walk in the park, and I think it's insulting to make it a plus 10. Uh, I see it more like a plus three, so definitely going to put money on this, but yeah, I think I agree. Philly's still going to win. What about the Kings? What's going on there? Was that luck or what? Uh, I mean, is it luck that the with whatever the Kings did? I mean, uh, Sabonis had his probably his worst game. Um, he's had as a king. He just didn't do very well. But then it was uh, Monk and it was uh, Fox who carried them. They were able to outlast uh, Curry and Clay. I, offensively, of course, they're gonna. They they were really high in the league. I think they were number one or number or top ten at least, top five at least on our preview pod. So I think they have the offensive firepower. Defensively, though, I think the Warriors can make adjustments, especially with the Wiggins back. He looked good. Um, but he did miss that wide open three to end the game. So I think the Warriors have the capability of making adjustments for the Kings. What are your thoughts? I think, he, I mean, I'm surprised you're not gloating. Your exact words were, if Malink Monk goes off, they're in trouble. Malink Monk went off 32 points, and they were in trouble. Um, so they were down the whole game. I, I'm a little concerned. I, I I still think Warriors are going to win. 
Uh, I just thought the sense of urgency would have came on like Miami, right? You got a bunch of veterans that are going to turn it on versus them needing a game to lose. Um, with Sabonis playing so bad and this team playing so fast, perhaps faster than the Warriors. They've outmatched the Warriors. They're the perfect matchup for the Warriors because the Warriors play fast, but they just play faster. Uh, so I'm very excited to see this game today. Uh, I, I I can't predict it, Matt. I don't know that the I don't know that the Warriors are going to win. Their win to pick by their their pick to win by five. I don't know if that's going to be the case. It might they might go down 0-2 here. Ah man, I, I still trust the Warriors because they're the defending champions. Like if you Ooh. look at last year's, you know the, the the team they had last year is pretty much the team they have now because they got Gary Payton the second back. Um, you're basically swapping Otto Porter Jr. for Dante DiVincenzo, right? So they're going with the top four, the top three guys in Looney, Dante DiVincenzo, Gary Payton the third. Um, I'm doing off this off the top of my head, and they also have Poole and um, there's someone else I'm missing. I think that well, whatever. That's still a top seven, top eight. So as far as their depth goes, they they did it with eight last year. Um, I don't see it again. It's it's hard for me to see a team like the Kings beating them, especially with the adjustments that they make. It's not like this. The Warriors just did everything based off shooting. They did make adjustments, defensive adjustments. We'll see what they do against against Monk and Fox. I don't anticipate them scoring you know between them seventy points, um, more no more than four times a series. But I I predicted the 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 beam would be at least twice the series. I don't think. The Kings are going to beat them in in San Francisco, but I think the I, what I think is going to happen is what I thought would happen is the is the uh, Sacramento Kings would take Game One, and then the the Warriors would win three straight. The Kings would win Game Five, and then the Warriors would gain, win Game Six. So six games for the Warriors. I still think that's going to happen. Let's we'll find out for sure. Let's move on to the the next being the Cavs in Cleveland. I started watching this in one of about six minutes left in the fourth. Uh, Brunson outplayed Mitchell down the stretch because Brunson was abusing the heck out of Chetty Osmond. I felt bad for that guy. He was getting abused. Uh, the Cavs had no, they have no one who can really guard the perimeter. That's probably something we should have brought up on our preview pod that they just really don't have any perimeter defense. They have internal defense with Mobley and with Allen, but you really can't count uh, Mitchell or a or a Garland or anyone on that bench that could be a good perimeter defender. Wing defender too. Uh, Mitchell does need to step on the, step up on the defensive end. He needs to take that responsibility of guarding Brunson down the stretch because Osmond is not, it's not, it's not going to cut it. Like, what, what were your thoughts on this game? Look, man, uh, Mitchell bought out with thirty eight points. I don't. He can't carry the load on offense and defense. So with that, with that being said, it's exactly what we predicted. I mean, we knew Brunson was going to go off. We know Josh Hart and Brunson. They just play well together. They bring that up factor, and Randall did okay. Randall only went for 19. And again, it was a game coming out of injury. So I only see the Knicks getting better here. I don't know what kind of adjustments you can make. I'm, I mean, you let Kevin Love go for nothing, and he he, he had 15 rebounds and 18 points. <laughs> I, uh, you could have helped here. Uh, I still favor the Knicks here. Again, I don't think Mitchell can do it all. I'm disappointed in Jared Allen. But I, I just don't think they have the manpower um, to win here. For the Tuesday game for the Knicks, Josh Hart is considered doubtful. He did injure his ankle towards the end of that game, so he's considered doubtful. If the Knicks don't have Josh Hart, do the do you think they can still beat the Cavs and go up 2-0 in Cleveland? No. I think this will be the game Cleveland gets. 
if Josh Hart does not play. But um, I don't think it's going to be a convincing victory because I think Julius Randle is going to play significantly better. Um, so I'll make up for a lot of Josh Hart not being there. I also, you know, Obi Toppin could step up. And we've seen Quigley step up when people have gone down too. So the Knicks are actually very deep. Like, they're deep. So, yeah, maybe I, I'll be hard for them to win the second one in Cleveland. They did their job, but... I'm not saying that Cleveland's going to convincingly win. I, maybe they'll win by a couple points. I think the spread on that game is, let me, while I look it up here, the spread on that game is Cleveland by five and a half. That's a lot, isn't it? I would take the Knicks. Right. Even yeah. without Josh Hart, that seems like a little high. It's gonna, it seems like a three-point game to me. Yeah. It'll, it'll go down the stretch for sure. Let's move on to the Sunday games. Um, let's start off with the Heat, upsetting the Bucks. Giannis went down in the first half with an injury after falling on his lower back. Uh, that whole charge thing we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, the, sheet, the Heat shot the hell out of the ball, even after losing Tyler Hero, who broke his hand. Um, he'll be out for six, uh, four to six weeks. Um, can the Heat pull this off if Giannis is out for an extended amount of time? Yeah, definitely. I don't see why not. With the way, I don't want to say his name wrong, but is it Strauss or Struss? Struess. Even during the play, and kid could take over. I mean, 15 points. He's capable of that every night. Jimmy Butler did what he needed to do. He he needed to score in the 30s and not in the 20s, and he got 35 points. Uh, Adebayo did his part. And then all, you know, big mention of Kevin Love. 18 points, 15 rebounds, 7 or uh, – no, 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 I'm sorry. 8 rebounds. I was reading a stat line wrong. But still, 15 and 8, I'll take that from Kevin Love. Um Kyle Lowry was a little bit of a disappointment, but this team is really good. And if you look at the Milwaukee side, if you're playing without Giannis, especially, I don't think that Middleton can carry the load on his own. Um, Even with Drew Holiday putting in 16. And I don't think Bobby Portis is going to get you 21 every game. So uh, in this right now, I'd say the ball's in Miami's favor to win the series. Fortunately, I, th- I think I have a, a differing opinion than you uh, because the Bucks are still fairly good without Giannis. Yes, he is the engine. He is a cog that that stirs that, that makes that ship go. But I mean, with with Drew Holiday, Middleton's coming, but he's rounding into form. Um, Brooke Lopez, the, the Heat shot 60 percent. They shot. Yeah, the Heat shot 60 percent overall and 60 percent from three with the Heat not being a great offensive team this season. I don't feel them. I don't feel that they're going to replicate that, especially without Tyler hero. Yes. Trees is going to go off, but you had, you know, Gabe Vincent went four for five. Yeah. Kevin but you're, Love went, you're, you're yeah. saying it's an exceptional shooting. I can argue that it's just bad defense. If they're already a poor offensive team, right? Well, no, the, the bucks have been solid. Their, their defense have, has been solid even without Giannis, I believe. So I I I don't think they can replicate that. Even if they shoot a little bit a little bit worse, plus the Bucks only shot twenty five percent from three point last game. So if anything, take the take the Bucks next game, and then we'll kind of kind of see from there and go on from there. If if Giannis is coming back, let's move on to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, they whooped the Wolves. Is there? Did the Wolves get one game? Try to keep this one short. Am I surprised? Yeah, I thought they would match up better against Denver, but. Um... No, this just shows you that they matched up really well with the Lakers. And 
they didn't match it, it, it this is going to be a wrap i thought they would match up well and make them but based off that game alone they're just in two different classes so unfortunately i think this is it for minnesota like it's not enough. Anthony Edwards scoring 18 points is not enough. Cat, I don't cat's an all-star. 11 points. Not it's not enough. No, they're gonna need cat's gonna need to hit his 25-30 game. Yeah. Still with same thing with Edwards. You don't necessarily need that from Conley, but those two guys, they they, they those guys need to play like play like superstars or play like higher level stars than what they did for sure. The Nuggets. Yeah, they they they're a great team. They're a little they're not as deep as I thought they were. They're what but maybe seven. They're eight back, deep, but... Matt. Remember them a couple of years ago when Jamal Murray was balling out. Michael Porter Jr. was playing pretty damn. I mean, those are the. It seems like they're back, but now they added Aaron Gordon to the mix. Um, scary team. Let's move because okay, so I I think I think we both say that the Nuggets are going to move on. Let's let's move on to that the two teams they might face. The Clippers and the Suns. Uh, Kawhi outdueled KD down the stretch and took home court advantage against the Suns. Even though Westbrook went three of nineteen, he made clutch plays down the stretch. Uh, the Suns bench only scored ten points. Look, going back to my whole depth thing from last podcast, uh, should the Suns be worried? I'd be worried. Um, but I mean, I'm looking at the Suns. Like Tory Craig, twenty-two. Durant, twenty-seven. Eight and eighteen. Booker, twenty-six. You go to the opposite side. You have Kawhi with thirty-eight, and then the next high score is Eric Gordon with nineteen, and then Norman Powell with fourteen. Uh, like some, I don't know. If I'm looking at these stats, I'm wondering how the hell the Clippers lost. I mean, Clippers won. Um, obviously they're gonna come up with a game plan. And we saw a little bit of it at the end, right? The Clippers kind of gave up their lead. They were just uh, – Kevin Durant was just not even letting Kawhi get in to get the ball. He was denying him all the way at the three-point line. And then they were double-teaming him. So if they do more of that, I think Phoenix will be just fine because it appears that Clippers haven't been able to find another score. Now it's going to take the Clippers to go off, whether it's Eric Gordon who's capable of going off. Um, besides Eric Gordon, Norman Powell – I, we know Westbrook ain't capable of going off. Maybe Terrence Mann, but the odds of that happening, I don't think are very high. Um, the only person I think that could really go off, I've seen Eric Gordon go off. So I don't think the Suns have nothing to worry about. I think uh, 38 points. He made some tough shots, Matt, like guys in his face. But now, now what happened, though, is I said what I said was going to happen. Kawhi is nifty with his hands, and he got a lot of fouls because he's very good at getting fouled. And so – the the other the other spectrum of it is Kawhi gets Durant in foul trouble. If Durant's gonna play him so tight and close, you get Kawhi in foul trouble. I mean Durant in foul trouble. It's anyone's game. Yeah, for sure. Kawhi did so much for them that game. Like yes, Westbrook was the hero down the stretch, getting all those offensive rebounds, getting that last little little um, defensive play against Booker. But it was mostly Kawhi Leonard. It's like it's like going back to Toronto Kawhi Leonard. He just kind of did everything. So without him, like it just sucks because Paul George would have made such a big difference in the series. The least is having a secondary score you can go to instead of depending on a Norm Powell or hoping that old Eric Gordon can kind of bail you out in case Kawhi has a bad game. Exactly. So, that's right? that's it. That's it. Or Zubak. I mean, Zubak had 12, but maybe I've seen him go for 20. Like he has to do better. The interesting thing, Matt, if Kawhi wills his way with this per- type of performance to beat the Suns in like five, what does that say about the Suns? What does that say about Kevin Durant? 
just or mean, they're just not deep. Like the they got up nine in that third quarter, and then they took Durant out, and it was um, Booker and four bench players, and then the and the Clippers were able to climb back. So that kind of just shows you about their depth. Like they can't hold that nine point lead at home once they get it in the third quarter. That's the thing with the Suns. Like they'll do well up until like maybe deeper into a series or maybe deeper in the playoffs where they just don't have the guns anymore because they have the they're big guys. But then once they get tired or need that little bit of a break, they're not gonna they're gonna lose that lead. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Like we talked about this. They besides those four, they're really weak, right? You got four good players, but four out of the four, two are older, may need to rest. They're injury prone. Um, and the only person that played like unstoppable from start to finish was Booker. He played really well defensively, really well. Oh, offensive. yeah. Hell yeah. Played like, great defensively. 100%. Yeah. I mean, other other than that, Chris Paul is gonna, always going to be a liability just because of his height. 100%. Um, you picked the you picked the Suns in what, five or six? Are you sticking with that? Or do you want to go seven? The Suns or did I pick the Clippers? Or did I pick the Suns? I think you picked the Suns. Right? Or you picked the Clippers. I can't remember. I thought Regardless. I picked the Clippers in seven. Okay. Then like, if it's Clippers in seven, then you're on track right there. Let's move on to uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. They took game one against the Grizzlies. Uh, John Morant unfortunately injured himself um, as he went into the paint in the third quarter, the uh, second half, and fell on his right hand, which was already hurting him, and he's out the rest of the game. Um I anticipate a bunch of swelling. There hasn't been any updates because the Lakers and Grizzlies don't play game two until Wednesday. Um, is the series a wrap or does Memphis have still have a chance even without John Morant? Okay, we've seen Memphis play very, very, very good without John Morant. This season, I think last season, John Morant's been out before. I think there was a point where they won 20-something games with Morant not even playing. So absolutely, it's not it's not over. In fact, they're going to be more motivated. They're going to move the ball around better because let's be real, Morant kind of needs the ball in his hand. He's good at getting in the lane and doing those little floaters that he's really good at. But I I don't think he's that valuable in terms of being a valuable player. He's more of an entertainment type of player and a momentum player. So no, absolutely not over. If I was a Lakers, I would um I. I would, I, I don't know, man. I would plan for another game plan. I'm still very scared of Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks and Jared Jackson. Um, I think they're a really good squad. But no, to answer your question, no. It's absolutely not over. Don't think it's over. It's probably going to, they could lose next game. They probably will. They're probably going to lose next game because it's in Memphis. That's I'd go to the mentality that let, let's steal this one. I think not it's that over. It's owned. I think it's over. AD is he's crazy defensively he just he's able to shut down any drives to the basket I think it's over um let me ask you this though Matt how many times how many times has AD this is the thing about AD he'll go out and put up 26 and 15 three Mm -hmm. four games in a row and then he'll have 16 and seven like you never know what AD you're gonna get throughout this whole season so to say that he's gonna do that again is a little it's, presumptuous, presumptuous. No, you're you're talking about the offensive end, though. I'm talking about defensively. Defensively, if he can, I, I get like t- you know ten steals plus blocks per game. That's what I'm I'm expecting. Like you're expecting I, that, but he, he hasn't. It's the same thing. He hasn't. He gives you that sometimes. He doesn't give you that consistently. Defensively, yes. Offensively, he can go in and out. But defensively, no. he yes, put up he is that a kind of defensive performance 
every time we watch him play. Come on. That was he's capable of it, but that's not on the regular for him. Well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I still think. But I get it. You're saying it's going to happen again because it's the same team, same matchups, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the game plan was immaculate. It was it was really good. Even without John Morant, I think the Lakers just have the guns that to take out take out the Grizzlies. I, I agree. Just me, maybe it's me just being Homer. I don't know. No, 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 no. But I'm telling you that Steven Adams being out is a big deal too. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, I gotta take off. So any anything you want to get off your chest before after the first two first few few games of the or first weekend of the NBA playoffs? No, man, it was fun. It was fun. A couple of good games. I'm excited about tonight. I'm gonna watch what? them both because. What else is that? I mean, it's a playoff, so. Welcome back. We have Jose here. Um, he's been a lifelong Laker fan. Well, actually, Jose, how, how long have you been a fan for? Let's see. I've been a fan since uh, I was a kid. Um, maybe about, like, when I was 10 years old is when I really, really got into it. Um, yeah, dude, just watching the three-peat. Is just really what started it for me, and I mean. So, who is your favorite player? So it's weird. It's a toss-up between Shaq and Kobe. Okay. And Shaq, when I was little, like when I was younger, for sure it was Shaq. Mm-hmm. Like this guy was just, yeah, so dominant, wrecking everyone, you know. Um, but as I grew up. And, like, started maturing and stuff. And, like, seeing Kobe, how he, like, tackled the game and, like, that Mamba mentality, you know? Like, that's when he became my all-time favorite player, you know? like yeah. It's that work ethic that was, un, like, you can't, it's, it's that drive. Like, with Shaq, it was all rest during the regular season. Yeah. But, like, you don't appreciate what Kobe did until you're, like, a little bit older. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, when when Kobe when he won those two without Shaq, like it just cemented it for me. Like, man, this guy's and even like even after that, like in twenty thirteen when mm-hmm. he was balling, like yeah. and they had Dwight Howard and all those guys, like to see him at that age still dominating, yeah. dunking on two dudes at once, That's man. For sure. Yeah, he was he was a beast. Do you prefer that the two thousands Shaq and Kobe teams or the Gasol teams of the twenty tens? That's tough. I think I I feel like I have more appreciation towards the Gasol teams. Nice. Just because, like, I mean, it was just Kobe. And Gasol was an absolute beast. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just Kobe's team, you know? And seeing him lead that, you know, and just dominate was crazy. Right. That series against Boston, you know? 2020-10, yeah, that's one of my favorite memories yeah, for sure. Yeah. You can't forget about that about that one. So before we get into the game that happened, we recorded this on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, the game, the game won yesterday against against the Grizzlies. Uh, how do you think this current Lakers season went? I think it was salvaged. I think they could have gone in one direction and kept Westbrook, and just decided, you know, we don't want to trade any picks. We don't, you know, we don't want to take any risks. Yeah. But I'm glad that Rob Palenka, you know, grew a pair. I know, right? And made a move because <laughs> at one point I was like, as a fan, I was calling for his job mm-hmm. during the season. I was like, no, nah, we need to get this guy out of here. Sure. Like, he sucks. <laughs> but no, like, I, now, like, 
you can see this is what it's like when you build an actual team. Sure. Rather than, you know, going top heavy, especially top heavy with a guy that's like a black hole on offense. No, for sure. You know, like what? Yeah, Westbrook. Oh, man, we'll get into him a little bit later. Maybe talk a little bit of clips. Like what were your initial thoughts after that trade? Initially, just because like initially, I wished that they would have done it sooner. Mm hmm. Like when they had the when they had the opportunity to do the Buddy Hield and uh, Miles Turner, yep. yeah, like my gosh, I could not believe that the Lakers didn't do it because they didn't want to include some picks. Because mm-hmm. for me, like as a Laker fan, like I never cared about picks, dude. Like it's just about winning. For you sure. know, you do whatever it takes to win. Now, forget those picks. Right. You know. So um, initially, I was like, man, we probably could have done a lot better. And having D'Lo back, honestly, wasn't that impressive to me. Okay. In the moment, now I'm like, man, this guy's sick. You know, like, right. let's bring everyone back. But initially, I wasn't too happy, but, hey, like, it worked out. <laughs> no, for sure. Like, so would have you rather done, like, now that you say that healed and Turner for the two picks and Westbrook, do you think it would work better now? Or do you think, would you have rather had the Westbrook or the Buddy healed and Miles Turner? I'm a big fantasy guy. Okay. So I had Miles Turner, sure. and this guy's a monster. Yeah. He's. I think him and AD together, you wouldn't score on the two. Sure. Defensively, they're destroying the league mm-hmm. if they're on the same team. Yeah. But I think what they ended up building, again, was like an actual team. You know, you got, what, four guys? Yeah. Yeah, and all of them contribute, you know, some more than others. But all the guys they got contribute, you yeah. know. Yeah, Vanderbilt, man, that perimeter defense. He can guard one to five. He was yeah, guarding. He can guard everyone. The, the, on that game yesterday, he was guarding Morant, and then he was also guarding Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. So find a guy who, who can guard, you know, five positions. And like, then, yeah, I mean, the fact that I think we're bringing him back, right? Like they're, oh, like, yeah. they're yep. exercising the option. Yep. Heck yeah. 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 Um, I'm just happy Beverly's not on this team anymore. Oh no, hundred percent. I, 100% I never ever could get on board as much as I wanted to. Like, yeah. oh, he's a Laker now. Get yeah. over it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. So, so <laughs> before I get there, like as far as hated Lakers, like Pat Beverly or like I don't like Matt Barnes. What are your thoughts on that? Matt Barnes. <laughs> man, I think Matt Barnes just came a year too late. Oh sure. sure. Yeah. Like had had he been like on those championship teams, of course you like him a little more, but. Because he came like a year later, I don't know. I always thought he was kind of a jerk. No, for sure. Yeah, but he was just like there's guys you just don't like. Yeah, he was one of my yeah. Guys. Pat, Pat, Pat Bev is definitely one. Ron Artest, you yeah. know, when he was on Houston. Yes, I yes. couldn't stand that fool. I was like, oh my gosh, someone knock this guy out, please. Right. But then he came to Lakers, and I mean now, like, I, I guess I'll let, me, let me ask you this question: If the Lakers had kept Trevor Ariza. And not gotten our test, would they have won the 2010, 2010 championship against Celtics? Nah, I don't, don't think, think so. so. Okay, our test was just—you need that type of crazy to go up against, you know, the Celtics who had Garnett, uh-huh. and he was that crazy guy sure. on that team, and they had a bunch of characters too, you know. Mm-hmm. Where they had uh, was Nate Robinson was on that yeah, team, and um, Big Baby. Yeah, you know, they had a whole bunch of like characters. You know, we mm-hmm. needed one too. I think like. Artest filled in that role. Sure. But he also was very committed to, like, defense, you know. And 
he hustled. I mean, every time he took a shot, I'd be like, no. Yeah. And then when it went in, I'd be like, yes. <laughs> that last yeah. one. That that, last yeah. That, that three that he hit in game seven. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. I was like, the, the, the whole time when it was going up there, I was like, no. But No, for sure. Yeah. 100%. I completely get that. Um, getting back to this team, I know they just won game one against against Memphis, and then I kind of want to compare them to the 2020 team that won in the, in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Like, which team do you think is, like, I know it's only one game, oh, but which man. team is better? I have an answer to this one, but well, um, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, one to five. I mean, you still have Braun and AD. Yep. That doesn't really change much. Well, so who are your starters now? Reeves, D'Lo, D'Lo, Dando. Yeah. I mean, on paper, this team. Okay. But again, like that twenty twenty team had crazy dudes like Rondo. Yeah. You can't win a championship without you know guys like that. No, for sure. Dogs, and yeah, Javale McGee. You know, you had. Uh, Markeith Morris, um, I think even J.R. Smith, you know? (laughs) That crazy you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Wait, who who I I, I still like the bubble team. You still like the bubble team? Because of that defense, when I I was watching them play and how how dirty they did freaking um, um, Dame Lillard and then what they did to... Westbrook and Harden, and then yeah. what they did to the Joker. Nuggets, and then what they did to Miami—just the length on the perimeter. Plus, you still have the interior defense when uh, Jabale and McGee was actually yes. doing pretty well. Yes, so, I mean that's why I, I like defensive teams. Me too. Yeah, and I mean, not for nothing, not because I'm a Laker fan. Sure, I I genuinely think AD is better than Joker. Okay. Like, I think I think Joe AD dominated Joker yep. in that series. I think if they were to meet again, mm-hmm. 100% AD dominates him yeah. every time, just on that defense. No, for you sure. Know? Obviously, he can't pass like Joker. Joker's probably the best passing big man of all time. But mm-hmm. matchup, I'm taking AD all day. I get it. One-on-one? Nah. Yeah, it's just we, we had wished that AD would have been healthy the last couple seasons and he yeah. probably would have been in the MVP talks Yeah. instead of you know it was just Embiid and Joker and who's better between those two but I think yeah. you're right like 80s probably if when if they're all healthy he might be better than those two yeah I think so too right but, but I mean I feel bad for AD like he gets such a bad rap but I mean granted like dude always is hurt <laughs> so yeah. like he got injured with, with that Stinger he got in this yeah. right, 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 yeah. right arm. I can't move my arm. Yeah, exactly. What were your thoughts during when that happened? Initial thought was, again? Right. Like, dude, you, you're always getting hurt. <laughs> you know, yeah. just it's like a, like horrible moments, too, you know, that he gets hurt. But, I mean, I'm glad he was able to come back, you know. At first, I thought he, like, dislocated something. No, 100%. No. I thought he had, like, his, like, shoulder, his arm, like, pulled out of his socket or something. Right. Like Kevin Love. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm glad he was able to come back because, yeah. Yeah, like, he... It's just crazy he didn't call a foul on Jaron Jackson Jr. that, 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 that play. Oh, because, like, yeah. He kind of pulled on him, like, oh, no, here we yeah. go. He dislocated it, and then what's well, AD without his, his shooting arm, you know? Yeah. He's still got on defense, but he can't but, shoot, and it's like... I mean, we need AD because they really only have one big... Like they only have Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, yep. Stephen Adams is still hurt. 
Mm-hmm. What's the name of the dude that tore his Achilles? Yeah, Brandon Clark. Yeah. Brandon Clark is hurt. Yeah. You know? Who's their next big? Uh, Xavier Tillman? Yeah. Dude's small. Yep, he was. Yeah. yeah, he played small yesterday for sure. Yeah, so I think AD, if he's healthy, we're dominating this team. Yeah, so before. Before the game one initially, what were your thoughts initially, like going into it? Like what initially, were, what was your prediction going into this? this Lakers and six. Lakers and six. Lakers and six always, even with John Morant. Okay. I don't think this team is that good. I think, um, I think they're very young, very immature. I think eventually, like they could be good. I mean, look at the Warriors, like in like 2015, like Steph, Clay, Draymond, like. They're all, like, pretty young guys, you know? I mean, mid-20s, but they got it together and, like, they won a championship. I think Memphis could have a similar trajectory, but there's just way too much drama to overcome from this year, especially with Jaw, like, the whole gun thing. Mm-hmm. And then Brooks is just, yeah. He's a joke. He, that guy's a joker. If there's, yeah, yeah I, I can't, I don't like Brooks at I all. do not like him at all. No. And... I was happy that he was talking smack because yeah. I want the Lakers to just wipe the floor with him and his team. So what made you? What about the Lakers? What about the Grizzlies scare you to say six? I mean, they do have John Morant. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Like him and Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain's a really good shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know. They're the what, number two seed for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so you got to give them their respect. So I think six was, like, a good prediction for sure. me. Like, I I could picture them winning at least two. You you, okay, now that John Morant, who's, who knows, with his, with his hand injury, um, he's he might be out for the next game. There's no real reports yet because, again, they They're don't play until Wednesday. Yeah. So without a John Morant, is it still six, or do you want to change? Do you change your, your if pick he's on that one? if he's out the entire series? Like, I, I can imagine he's just his hands gonna be swollen. So yeah. getting past that injury, I don't think he's gonna be a hundred percent at all. Mm. I think if he doesn't play, I I think it's still gonna it'll be like Lakers in five, yeah. little gentleman sweep. No, for sure. But they'll still win one because, I mean, even without him, they were pretty good towards the end of the year, like when, when he was suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name of the backup point guard? Uh, Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones. Like, yeah. he's he's solid, yeah. you know? He's really good. I think I saw his, like, turnover ratios. Like, he's, like, super good at, like, protecting the ball. Like, he never turns the ball over. Yeah. So... I think they they have what it takes to win a game mm-hmm. against the Lakers without Morant. Yeah, with Morant, even if he's not at a hundred percent, I still think Lakers in six. Like I hate to talk badly about John Morant too, yeah. because there's this whole "what's in your bag." Like John Morant's the three point. I think pull up threes were what thirty percent. I mean that's mm-hmm. what Conley did to us in that in mm-hmm. that in that, pull, in that play in game. Yeah, he was like four for four for pull up threes. Yeah. But then then John Rant hit like, was like one for three. Mm-hmm. So if like John Rant is just a driver and he's just a passer, where is his shot? Like usually he would develop like a mid range yeah. jumper because you when what what AD was doing, he was just kind of letting him have that mid range mm-hmm. and he couldn't pull up. It no. was just either get to the rim. No. Or that was or passed out. That was it. Like where's his bag? He yeah he, his bag is just getting to the bucket. Right. You know? Like imagine how if he didn't have like or like Austin Reeves like yeah. that sort of game like that mid range game. Yeah. Pull up like you see Jaron Jackson Jr. Little little mid range jumper right mm-hmm. at the free throw line. 
Yeah, he would be more dominant. I think John Morant's going to be one of those players that while he's young, kind of like a Blake Griffin almost, yeah. obviously different positions, Yeah. but because he can dunk and, you know, he's like catching bodies like every game. Yeah. Like, I think as the years go by, he gets older because he doesn't have a shot. I don't think his career is going to be that great. Like, he reminds me, I hate to say it, of like a Derrick Rose. Oh, yeah. Right. That's that's a pretty good comparison. Yeah. Like, yeah. there are those players that just play balls to the walls and, you know, get to the rim. But then mm-hmm. what happened, you know, with AD kind of stepping in front of him mm-hmm. and taking that charge, he, then he falls and he gets injured. He was injured last playoffs, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So he, he might be playing just too reckless. So Yeah. Uh, but I guess before we get into, the, like, just... We saw John Morant get hurt. We saw Giannis get hurt too. Just so kind of take a more of like a um, like a sidetrack as far as like that charge call. That was crazy. We saw yeah. two superstar players yeah. get hurt. Like, do they think? Do you think they need to make changes to that to that rule, or is it just have, kind of find how it is? I mean, I think it's kind of find how it is. Right. Like, like well, injuries happen. Injuries just kind of happen. It's kind of weird because, like, yeah, it's a grip of injuries over the weekend. You know. Like, you got Giannis, you got Ja, Tyler Hero broke his hand. Yeah. Like, so many right. people got hurt over the weekend, dude. Right, 100%. Yeah. But, nah, I don't think they need to change the rule. Cool. Yeah, I mean, there was, there were some suggestions about maybe extending out the um, the restricted, yeah, the restricted area. area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly, like, I just like the game the way it is. Sure. I don't think you need to change things. Sure. It's like, even, like... Even, like, when they talk about making a shorter season. Mm-hmm. Like, dudes have been playing this, like, this amount of games this long. You guys have been playing with the restricted area this this long. Like, who cares? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it, it just bound. So, injuries are bound to happen. Yeah. Um, just, it's just kind of just how it is. Mm-hmm. All right, let's finally get into game one. Like, what were your, thought, what were your overall thoughts of, of game one Memphis versus the Lakers? So, the last couple weeks, all I hear is pay Austin Reeves, pay Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. And I've been kind of, like, on the fence because, like, I mean, he's just starting to ball. Yeah. You know? Um, but, and I've always said, like, if, if the Lakers could, like, get him for, like, under 70 mil, sure. Sure. But, I mean, right now he's playing probably for, like, 80. Yeah. And but I, I think, sorry to interrupt you, as far as, like, the... The, the talk about this the, the contract they could offer him mm-hmm. then he, there's like the Gilbert Arenas rule where other teams could offer him four for 99 mm-hmm. million mm-hmm. like do you think he's worth that dude I don't know right that's like a lot it's like way too much money for some a 25, undrafted dude 25 million dollars 25 <laughs> yeah. million dollars a year is he worth that price no I don't yeah, think right. so it's a little high it's a, a little, little high but I mean he's been balling you know, yesterday he went off, mm-hmm. kept saying, I am him. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, right now he is, you yeah. know? Like, I think it depends what, how the season ends. If the Lakers finish with a title mm-hmm. and dude has been averaging over 15 points a game, I think you should pay him. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. But I think we just have to see still. Yeah, Rui, Rui Hachimura also had a great game. He was just hitting those threes in the yeah. third quarter, kind of yeah. keeping the Lakers, you know, uh, afloat after yeah. kind of in, in that third quarter. Just I think he was like 
four for like I think it was, was four balling. for four in the third yeah. quarter. Just absolutely crazy. Good for Rui Hachimura. Would they say that he's like the first Laker player off the bench since Magic to have twenty five points? It was uh, Michael Thompson. Oh wow! Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so Michael Thompson, um, good, good Twitter follow if you haven't if you're not following him. But yeah, he's the think twenty eight points off the bench, mm. leading scorer for the Lakers yesterday. Jeez. Like, do you anticipate Reeves or Hachimura to play at that level the rest of the series, or just kind of like Reeves could thing? consistently stay around that level? I think, like I said. I would be content with, like, if he averages a little, like, 15 points a game. Okay. Rui, I don't know. Like, I don't see him, like, balling like this every night because, I mean, he really hasn't during the season. Sure. And even, like, when he was on the Wizards, he never did. He was just never that guy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, LeBron was kind of hyping him up recently saying, like, this guy wants to be great. Yeah. I guess right now is, like, the best opportunity to show that. Sure. You know? So, um, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it keeps it going. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. But I just don't see him having that big of a game consecutively. Yeah. Maybe like in game three, he'll ball out again. Who do you four. think is going to step up next game? From the Lakers? Mm-hmm. Um, Malik Beasley's due. Yeah, he is, right? He's due for like a hot game where he hits like seven threes. Mm-hmm. So I think he needs to step up. Um... Trying to think who else on the roster. Vanderbilt, I mean, he plays good defense. Yeah, that's what we need for sure. You don't really need offense from him, Mm -hmm. but it'd be nice to get like 10, 12 (laughs) from the guy too. But I think the person that needs to step up most consistently would be D'Angelo. Sure, sure. Because in the playing game, he was not good. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, like in the first half, was kind of like... pretty shaky mm, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just that he hasn't had a lot of playoff experience. And I think it's because of the amount of minutes he plays, you know? Like, there's like a whole different level of expectation for yeah. that role. But I think he needs to really start, you know, shooting a lot better, for sure. Yeah, I could see, like, LeBron... For as good of a player as he is, kind of he had like a great stat line, but I don't think he had a great game. LeBron? Yeah. What was the, what was the final stat line yesterday? Let's pull that up. Yeah. It was because both LeBron and AD, like everyone was saying, uh, Reeves and Hachimura, Shaq and Kobe yesterday. Yeah, it was <laughs> LeBron with twenty-one mm-hmm. points, eleven rebounds, five assists, but five turnovers. So you had that crazy that yeah. behind the back. Yeah. Went to nowhere. But, yeah, also had uh, two steals and, and three blocks. Man. So, like, LeBron, oh, defense, that, defensively, he did step up. A chase th- down block at that. Exactly, yes, right? So vintage. Like, if the Lakers can get their offense from other other places and AD and LeBron could just hold mm-hmm. down the fort defensively, Man. sky's the limit for this team, I think. I just, I really hope that offense, you know, stays consistent. No, for sure. It scares me because – during the season, you know, ups and downs. Yeah. they The Lakers didn't finish the season as strong as I would have wanted them to, you know? They were, like, 8-2 and two down the stretch. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. But I'm talking about, like, that last, like, when was it? Like the Clipper the last, game? Yes, after the Clipper game. And then there was, like, the Chicago game. Oh, okay, so they, they won, but not very impressively. Yes. Okay. Well, they well they lost to the Clippers. They yeah, lost yeah, to but, Chicago once. Yeah. And then... But like that rocket, or the Rockets, they played well. But it was that that was the um, 
the game, the two games against Utah. Yes. Where they didn't, they, they didn't play well. But well, they, they blew won. they blew a big lead. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you surrender a ten point lead in, in a minute? You know. I, that's the the Laker way, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was Kelly <laughs> hitting yeah. hitting threes and then yeah. randomly Damian Jones hitting four mm-hmm. for four. From I'm three. talking about those last like five games yeah. where the Lakers were just like needed to be really good. Yeah. They weren't. You no, know? for sure. Like, do you think they were just tired because it was a lot of games kind of come back? I think so. And I think the scheduling was just terrible. No, for sure. Getting, like, the Clippers on the second leg of a back-to-back mm-hmm. was horrible for them. But, man, I just, I really hope we get them in the conference finals. <laughs> That'd be sick. No, for sure. Like, did you watch that, that, that Clippers and Yeah, so, so Westbrook... Basically, was keeping the Suns in the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know? not I guess he was, he was three of nineteen, but defensively, I could see it where he was on. He was doing great defense. On yeah, that yeah. Um, no, I'm when I say he was keeping the Suns in that game is that he was just missing shots. Oh no, yeah, I, I got you. So, I got you. I got you. I got you. No, so got the, you. the the Suns definitely benefited from let the the game plan of let Westbrook shoot. Sure. You know, but um, man. It's been it's been a cool season, you know. I really like how the Lakers have like been able to salvage things, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, uh, dudes step up next game. Yeah, like do you, like J- Jaron Jackson Jr. was I think he was like thirty one, thirty two points. Like do you do you maybe throw a Mo Bamba at him, or is it like I think they're okay going Mo going Bamba, for it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's crazy. This is like who we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, who. Who's going to score next game for the Grizzlies? Right. It's like, without John Morant, it's going to be a lot of Desmond Bain pick and rolls, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because he can't go he can't go under the screen of John. Because, mm-hmm. you know, John, what we were talking about earlier, John Morant can't shoot threes. But mm-hmm. Desmond Bain's a sniper. He's a beast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if, He's a great shooter. If you you can't leave that guy open, you can't on you have to go over on screens, and we'll, maybe tr- uh, Triple J has a better game than he had. But I don't think he does. So it's just the the game plan the Lakers had was immaculate. It's, yeah. to be, it's, it's fortunate that the Lakers had a guy like AD who can kind of just hold down that fort. Like nothing around the rim, mm-hmm. no one can get anything greater on the rim because AD. Wait, what did he finish with seven blocks? Seven blocks, three steals. That's nuts. Ten stocks. It was crazy. Stocks. Yeah. So uh, like I said, I'm a fancy guy. So stocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's steals what it's all about. Hundred percent. <laughs> oh, for sure. But yeah, so just uh, with AD at, for. Well, I was like we were t- I was talking about the Gons earlier. I was like he was not quite impressed with AD, mm-hmm. but I think he expended so much energy on the defensive end that he kind of needs to get. What, why wasn't he impressed? No, just his stat line was wasn't great. Well, but of, of course, it's I more mean, of just like blocks. I mean, he don't he doesn't think it's sustainable. Yeah, so I, I get mean, that. I mean, we'll see. I, he doesn't. A lot of the a lot of the defensive plays he made wasn't necessarily like countable stats, mm-hmm. like. Drives that he kind of just where the guys just kind of dribbled mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. or like he forced a bad shot. Like I'm mm-hmm. not anticipating Aldama to, or to hit all those crazy, those crazy threes. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, because they were just hitting random threes. I mean, we were trying to close the game in that fourth quarter, and then mm-hmm. they were just hitting random random threes. Yeah. So I don't anticipate something like that. So I'm very bullish about this Lakers team. I think they could. I think they could get them in the sweep um, if they just keep their sweep. I, if they just keep their same. I, you know, defensive identity. They yeah. have them figured out. It's kind of it's the same feeling I had in the bubble, or when the and the bubble after they beat the the Trailblazers the second time. Once they figured a team out, there's no yeah. real counters that they can do to yeah. uh, unless AD or LeBron get injured that they can. Okay, let's do this now. Yeah. 
so that we could do better against like I don't see anything what's, on their end. What's your prediction if Morant comes back? I think is this well, still no. a sweep in th- your opinion. I think they get, yeah, I think they can get one more game if you're if let's say Durant let's say Morant is able to shoot well as you know mm-hmm. pull up threes. I think he can do it one game. Yeah. But you know I think the Lakers have him figured out. Yeah. Like defensively, it's I, I think it's a wrap because I felt the same way against that Suns. Like mm-hmm. I know we talked about this like two two seasons ago mm-hmm. when they were up two one. And then they were at 15 the first no, quarter before AD got injured. They were that was, that, that series was, I was done. Like, this is it, man. Right? We're winning another one. Yeah, and no. then he goes down. So it was, it's kind of had that same feeling. I want to respect the Grizzlies more, but just watching that game, it was just it was the Lakers were going to win it outside of when um, when AD went down. There, they yeah. it was done. Yeah. So as long as they stay healthy, yeah, then we'll be good. So. Um, that Kings and the Kings and um, Warriors game was really good on Saturday night. Did you get to watch it? Yes, that? I did get to watch. Yeah, what were your thoughts on oh that game? Oh my gosh, I think the Warriors are in trouble. Although I do think the Warriors will probably win tonight. Okay, but I think the Warriors might be in trouble. Okay, because the Kings are just like really good. Yeah, they got you know Malik Monk. Well, I wish he was still a Laker. Oh sure, I wish he was still a Laker. Man, that sucks that he's not on the team. Yeah, but. I mean, him and De'Aaron Fox, you know, mm-hmm. dominated. Sabonis is a beast. Yeah. Um, although, I mean, they did a pretty good job on Sabonis. Yep. Um, I I think it will probably be Kings and Seven. Kings and Seven. Kings okay. Kings and Seven. Yeah. Is is it more of the just the because the Warriors are I guess getting too old, or is it? Just I think the, so. The home court, or I think. I think there will be a point where, like, because there's games where, like, where, like, Clay just goes ice cold. Sure. And I think he'll have a couple of those. Okay. But um, these young guys are just really good, dude. Like, and they are what the Grizzlies can't be, I feel like. Okay. You know, like, they're young, but, like, they just really want to win and they, like, have this good identity, you know. Mm-hmm. And they have a good coach, yeah, former Laker coach, yeah, that Kobe yeah. pretty much killed with the death stare. <laughs> but um, man, I I think the Kings will win in seven. And what do you think about the light the beam? Is it too cheesy or is it? Kind I of like fun? it. That right? gets me hyped. Right? Yeah, the I think beam. that's dope. Yeah, I mean, congrats, man, to Kings fans. It's been a while. You, know, I, I was on the Kings like train, like oh, they're I'm really happy they're doing mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. until I started hearing the cowbells. Oh yeah! I'm like okay. Yeah, here we it, go it, again. It brings you back. It brings from back like memories. 20, 20 yeah. years ago, 21 years ago, uh, going through that. Vladi oh, Diva. God, it's all look. It's all look. Right. We're talking exactly. about Robert Ory. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Like it just brought me back. Like I can't root for this team anymore yeah. because of that. No, so, but yeah, no, for sure. And that Keegan Murray, yeah, is a beast. Like he he's is. sick. He's 100%. super sick. I like. It. I think he's gonna be really good for years to come. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think the Warriors are gonna lose this in seven. Seven, okay. Mm-hmm. So Lakers Kings, that's a rematch of the early 2000s. That would be sick, and yeah. I think the Lakers would dominate them. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I honestly think the Lakers have a pretty good path to make it to the finals. Yeah, you know. But, yeah. So as far as the other side of the bracket, the Nuggets are most likely gonna murder the yeah. T Wolves. Now you have the Suns versus the Clippers. Did you watch that game yesterday? Yeah, like I said. Um, I think Westbrook is such a liability. Mm-hmm. Kawhi played a grip of minutes, though. And um, I honestly think the Clippers got kind of lucky to yeah. win that one. But also, 
the the Suns the issue with the Suns is that they're so top heavy. Yes. They don't really have they don't have a bench. So yeah, the depth is like I was talking about. That's with, what's or, the that's what's dangerous. Pot. Yes, yeah. exactly. Just going there without any like their their mm-hmm. their bench was ten points. That was it. Like where was campaign? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't remember seeing campaign yeah. on the floor. Yeah. So yeah, the, the and he's so good when he gets minutes. Like he's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but CP three looks old. Mm-hmm. Like he's genuinely starting to look old. Yeah. Um, it's like are, are are the Clippers putting too much, too many miles on Kawhi too early? Because it seemed like he, he played like what forty minutes. Yeah, like you, you need him to guard Durant. And he also needed he needed every bit of his thirty nine thirty eight points. Yeah, like are, is that going to be too much for him, or do you think I he think can handle so. it? Right, because he's been load managing all season yeah. to get ready for this, but is yeah. it going to be too much? I think so. I mean, like I said, I think he's going to get tired. Mm-hmm. I think Westbrook's just going to continue being Westbrook. I I don't know, man. I have such a bad taste in my mouth from this guy. Like, yeah, like who do you have winning that series? Oof. I want the Suns to win. Okay. Just because I hate the Clippers so much. Sure. I, I think it's a toss-up. Yeah. I'm not sure. Honestly, who do, who do you I mean, have? I think the Suns will win because yeah. this is a little earlier and they're depending. Uh, the Clippers are so deep. Yeah. But they depended so much on, on, on Kawhi Leonard yesterday yes. that it's just kind of concerning um, that the, they, they needed a Westbrook you know down the stretch to do well. But mm-hmm. I think they're depending too much on, on, uh, on Kawhi. So I'm picking the Suns. Yeah. Still. Even yeah. after yesterday's game, the Suns, Suns, Suns and six. I think. I think the Suns will come out hot next game. Yeah, just wanting to stomp on these dudes. But yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. No, for sure. Like, do you I, see? I could see us going to seven. Do you think the Suns beat the Nuggets next round? Oof. That it just what's they, they they don't have a bench. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and then the 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 um, the Nuggets aren't necessarily like really deep, but they have five guys. Six yeah, they guys, have seven guys. Know, yeah. Jamal Murray, yeah. you know Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, they have a bench. Yeah. KCP, former exactly. Laker. Exactly right. I wish he was still a Laker too, no, man. There's sure. so many guys around the league right now. I'm like, yeah. I wish you were still a Laker. Right. But KCP and Malik Monk. Yeah. Two of them that I wish were still on the Lakers. Yeah, the former Lakers. Glad to see them doing well. Like Bi yeah. and Julius yes. Randle, Josh Hart. You yes. know, former Lakers. Always keep, keep tabs on them for sure. Yeah. Um, bef- before we get out of here, thoughts on the Eastern Conference? Who do you think is making it out of the East? Um, I still think Milwaukee, as long as you know, obviously if Giannis plays, and okay. with okay. They, they say lower back contusion, right? Yes, That's he like mean, he fell right on his back, and yeah. there's no updates because I think they play tomorrow, so there's no updates there as oh. far as when if he's going to come. If back he if he's healthy, if he plays, I think they're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to make it, you know, yeah. to the finals. Yeah. Can't really see anyone beating them. Um. I watched what other game that I watch on Saturday. Who played the the Sixers and Nets? Yeah, and then uh, who else played? Celtics Hawks. Celtics Hawks. Yeah, Celtics Hawks and then Knicks versus Knicks Cavs. versus. Okay, that's the series I kind of want to talk about. Yeah, uh, I still think the Cavs could win. Sure, and I I think you know it's a toss up for me between like the Cavs or the Bucks to make it out of the East. You're I, very high on the Cavs. Then. I I am very high on the. Cavs, Are you concerned yes. because, oh, um, Chetty Osman was the only one guarding Jalen Brunson down the stretch. That was pretty wild, man. Yeah, uh, he, he's he's good though, man. <laughs> yeah, no, Brunson's good, but yeah. like, 
Garland nor Mitchell. I think could, they could. Yeah, they yeah. neither of them could guard him. They need to take that. Yeah. They need to take that um, yeah. initiative to guard him because yeah. they can't leave Osman on him. But I just think Mitchell is just so good, dude. No, for sure. Yeah, I think he's such a beast. Mm-hmm. I can. I. I really am high on the Cavs for some reason. I yeah. think they're really good. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, I mean they're 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 they were good last year, but mm-hmm. they didn't quite make it in. But Mitchell, mm-hmm. he has to be the one. He has to turn into a superstar. He's just next level, dude. Yeah, for yeah, sure. he, he's next level. Yeah, just defensive for me for Mitchell. Like last year, they didn't do very well in the playoffs because him and Rudy never got along. But plus, def- defensively, he kind of just yeah can't take a break. He needs to. If he's gonna be a superstar, be a defensive superstar too. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to like lock in on that side, but on the other side, this dude is special, man. No, for sure, for yeah. sure. All right, dude. Um, anything else you want to hit on before we take off today? Um, no, I think we pretty much covered it all. Oh. all I right. think we'll talk again maybe yeah. towards the end of the series, or maybe going yeah. into round two when yeah. the Lakers play we'll see. the play the Kings. I still think it's gonna be the Warriors, but. Maybe next round. We'll oh, talk so again. you think it's going to be the Warriors? I still think it's going to be the Warriors, just because I, I can't. It, it's experience coming down to a series. The Warriors haven't lost to a Western Conference team since Steve Kerr took over. That's it's crazy. a crazy stat. So I think just because I think they can make the adjustments defensively, whereas mm-hmm. the Kings can't quite make those adjustments because they don't have the capability to. So. We'll see what happens down the stretch again. If it's but if it was Lakers versus Warriors or Lakers versus Kings, it's going to be either Steph versus LeBron or yeah. bring back bringing back the early two thousands with the Cowbell and Shaq yeah, and Kobe. That'll be sick, be man. Fun. Yeah, yeah. So either way, sick. it's it's, it's, it's going to be fun next round. So yeah. Well, all right. Thanks, Jose. Thanks for joining me today. Lakers twenty twenty three champs, man. There, there you go. <laughs> Thanks. And that will be it for us today. Outside of the injuries and the Celtics-Hawks and Nuggets-T-Wolves games, the initial weekend of the NBA playoffs was really fun to watch. The NBA postseason is still my favorite postseason in the four major American sports. We'll try to record later this week or this weekend. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of the week.